Today on the Sales Life Podcast. Do you remember how thankful you were just to even get a chance? And the chances you got, dude, it was just a chance. But it didn't matter because you were so grateful for it. You had no idea where it would lead. You, I mean, time was irrelevant. And even if it didn't work out, it's okay. Because you tried, right? You took the chance. And today, man, how many chances are you willing to take? Hi, this is Rich Villar. I'm William McCormick. I'm Sean Hill. I'm Kenny Landrum. You're listening to The Sales Life with Marsh Bice. All right, welcome back or welcome to another edition of The Sales Life. And The Sales Life is just not for those in the sales profession. It's for those who are building the life skills of selling. Because I want you to be a top producer in your life. And not only professionally, but also personally as well. And the way that you're going to do that, man, is by building some skills and always negotiating. No matter how high your life is right now or how bad it may seem, you can negotiate because there's more in store for you. So I'm going to try to record today's episode. Uh, My dog Saint is right here licking my arm while I'm sitting here trying to talk. (laughs) So I'm going to try to get uh, get through this episode without him... uh, Without him uh, being overpowering. he You know what he likes to do? He likes to lick my head. Those of you who have seen me on Snapchat, um, he likes to... Uh, dude, I'll be driving down the road and he just like gets on my shoulders and starts licking my, my bald head. Going down the road. And I'm sure people pass by like, what in the world is going on? And I'll sit on the couch. I guess that's just his way of loving me up. Like he don't really lick me all in the face and stuff. He loves my ears. And chewing on my ears, and then he loves licking my bald head. Um, so anyway, he's uh, he's he's <laughs> he's sitting right here with me. Uh, so y'all say hello to uh, to Saint. Um, anyway, man, let's rock out with today's episode, episode five seventy five. Um, I'll try to keep it brief. And uh, this one is, uh, dude, I don't know why I've been on a lot of real estate agents, um, and it's just really by happenstance. Uh, million dollar listing. You know, we talked about Ryan Serhant. I've talked about him several times. Tracy Tudor in episode 574. Uh, pocket the calls, keep the effect. And then, you know, I just started reading Frederick Eklund's book. And I kept seeing him on the cover. I was like, who is this suave looking dude? Um, and you know, I just, I kept passing over the cover. I was like, ah, I don't know. It looked a little too salesy for me. Um, honestly, it kind of looked sleazeballish. And so I just kept skipping over it. And then I read the, uh, the intro to it. And I'm like, dude, I got to read this book anyway. So he's the star of, uh, Bravo's million dollar listing. And he is the nation's Number one real estate broker. I didn't know this. The number one real estate broker. Now, people say they're number one in certain things. No, he is. It's proof. He's the number one real estate broker in the nation. That's pretty damn strong, dude. But, you know, it's not like he's been banging away at this for 25 years. He's only been in the States like for 10 years. 
and he is imported from Sweden and came into New York. And, dude, can you imagine, number one, just going to work in New York, but also going to work and getting your real estate license and not speaking fluid English and get your real estate license and be just a real estate nobody in New York. I mean, how many people do they just churn out every single day, I'm sure, from a real estate class? I mean, hell, here in my little small town, they're constantly churning out new real estate agents. So I can imagine in New York. So, you know, he gets his license. He goes to work for this little boutique um, called J.C. De Niro. And, yes, it's Robert De Niro's uncle who owns the little small boutique. And like every other real estate agent, man, he just he just uh, he just rifles through these these lists and these listings and these clients. He's trying to find his first client, man. And um, they had a up system and an up system. I think he calls it something different up system. Uh, like in the car business is if you're working the floor, if it's your day to work the floor, when a customer comes in, you know, you don't have 15 salespeople that are scrambling to, um, you know, tackling each other to get to that one customer. It's your day to work the floor. Customer walks in. Hey, Marsh, you're up. That's why we call it the up um, in the car business. Well, similar system for Frederick. And his up day um, wasn't for a few days. And so he's sitting there. He's just going through these lists. It just, it's just mindlessly going through these things. And he's staring out the front window. And there's a guy that's kind of looking. I guess they had some listings that were taped to the window or whatever. So the guy's looking curiously at the storefront. He's backing up looking at the sign. If the guy walks in, who's ever a day it is to work the ups, that becomes that cu- that guy's customer. And Frederick said, "But if I go outside, New York's a big place. If I go outside, it's it's fair game. It's anybody's." So Frederick runs outside in his beat up sneaker. I mean, today, bro, he literally looks like a million dollars. Uh, you ought to see on uh, on YouTube his house. His house like overlooks his house is his penthouse is higher than the Empire State Building. Like you look you look down on the Empire State Building. In one of his uh, kids' rooms, you can see the Statue of Liberty. Like it's 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 amaze balls, as my buddy William McCormick would say. Um, so anyway, so you know, but here he is at, at this time. He's got you know busted up sneakers. Just, you know, a ragamuffin, he looks like. So anyway, he starts talking to this guy, strikes up a conversation with him. The guy's kind of caught off guard. He's like, whoa, I just was kind of, you know, looking at things. You know, the guy really didn't have everything formulated in his mind. And so he reveals to Eklund that, you know, I just, I hear real estate prices are good. I'm just curious as to what my apartment would sell for. Before the guy even knows it, he's... You know, Eklund grabs him by the arm. They're running to the, basically racing to the apartment. Eklund shoves his way into the guy's apartment, meets the family. You know, it's not like it's all showcased, ready to be shown or anything. The guy was just basically curious. And here he comes walking home with this big Swede, uh, blue eyes, and, you know, introducing him to the family. And Eklund didn't try to act like he was anybody else. He didn't do any of that, man. He struck up a, a great conversation with the guy with the family, uh, what their intentions were, 
Um, you know, he walked around. Eklund didn't know what he was doing from a professional standpoint, had no idea. I didn't know the amenities, what questions to ask, what to figure, what to formulate, none of that. So they get to the end of, you know, their, their meeting and Eklund says, look, you know, it's uh, what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to, I don't have the, the data in front of me. I got to run it through a computer anyway. I'm going to run you up a market analysis and I'll let you know. And Eklund walks out of that, that meeting thrilled i mean dude he's on he's he's in heaven he's on fire because he was thankful that he had a chance do you remember how thankful you were just to even get a chance and the chances you got dude it was just a chance but it didn't matter because you were so grateful for it you had no idea where it would lead. You, I mean, time was irrelevant. And even if it didn't work out, it's okay. Because you tried, right? You took the chance. And today, man, how many chances are you willing to take? I mean, really. I mean, when you want a customer or when you get a customer, you're really looking at that customer with certainty. You want a one-to-one ratio. I want one customer, one buy. One, one shot, one kill, right? So every time, every lead you get, every customer you get, every phone call you make, you're looking for certainty. And no longer look at it with wonder and amazement as a chance. Just thankful that you got a chance. See, time is of a, of the essence now. Your time is worth everything, right? So much so that you spend more time hanging out with other salespeople who aren't buying from you. And you'll spend a majority of your time rehashing deals from 15 years ago versus really working the chances, taking chances. And hell, it, it, the, the customers that you are working and within two minutes, you probably forgot their name. And so it's no wonder that your month can be predicted because you're selective in which customers you work with. Because those customers that you work with that are fortunate to work with you, they got to guarantee you success. Otherwise, you don't work with them at all. You let somebody else get them. They don't look like they can buy. They don't sound like they can buy. They don't seem like they're ready. And you wonder why all the young bloods are lapping you. They're lapping you because they take chances. They don't take a chance. They take multiple chances. And you don't. I mean, chance is a risk. But it's also a probability. And so a probability is a statistical number that you enter into your success system. And the more chances that you take, the more you can change your probabilities and better your odds of success. And this is exactly how you smash this self-imposed ceiling that you put into your life. Bro, you wonder. You, you think you've lost your touch? No. No. You've stopped taking chances. 
And so everything has a, everything's a risk to you. And so you don't want to take the risk. So you don't want to take, take the chances. But if you took the chance, yes, some of it is a risk. But it's also got a probability to it also. And the more chances that you take, man, the better your, the better your odds go up. I want to end on Eklund's words. He said, I've seen, or I've always seen my career and my life as a long staircase to heaven with thousands of little steps to climb. And it could be an opportunity. It could be a chance or a difficult decision. And I look at those situations like there are two paths that are divided in the forest. And the first path is a short and easy one. And it's short and easy, but it's got no scenic views and no adventure to it. But the second path is uphill. It's winding. It's a tougher hike. But so beautiful and worth the extra effort. Wherever you are, and whatever mini level you're about to go to, close your eyes, cherish lifting your foot, because life is all about recognizing our accomplishments, however small the step may be. Chances are your bucket list. They are. Everything in your bucket list is going to be done and crossed off because you took a chance. So you take them. And you put them in your bucket, knowing and grateful that you that that you uh, that you took them. And let me tell you something, dude. Some of these chances you take, they're going to lead to nowhere. But others are going to lead to the most beautiful places that you would have never dreamed of in your life. Chance encounters, chance meetings, chance happenstances but you'll never be able to experience that beautiful part of your life without taking a chance so it's stepping out constantly in wonder and amazement and just curious where your foot may lead Thank you for subscribing and sharing to The Sales Life. I need you to continue to share with others. I appreciate that. And whoever left me a rating, man, uh, they, didn't, they didn't put a comment. They just, they just thumbed a star, man. I appreciate that. Uh, another five-star rating. Um, so I appreciate it. We're at 20. Man, I, they keep, keep doing it. Um, your vote really counts because when people are shopping for other podcasts, first thing I look at, man, I look at ratings. I look at how many they got. If they got like two, I'm like, well, they must be a newbie. And then come to find out they've been been banging at the game for five years. Um, and I'm like, uh, maybe they don't really have a lot of content or good content. And so I'll skip those over. That's how important it is. It's not an ego, man. Uh, I love it. Don't get me wrong. It's nice to know that I'm on the right path. Um, but also, somebody left me an average rating too. Um, and that... You know, that stung the soul for a second, but I'm like, you know what? The guy, whoever it was, took the time and left me an average rating, said it's average. All right, I got to step up my game. And this was some time back. Um, and so 
that's great too. I really appreciate that. That they took at least they took the time to say, Marsh, you're average. Okay. If you want four or five stars, then you got to change my opinion, but don't be average. And I damn sure ain't average. And I damn sure ain't going to play average either. So look, need your votes, need your reviews too. So that way when people are shopping for podcasts, they know that the sales life is the, the, uh, the area, the episode, the show that they need to listen to, man. I'm all this on, on all the socials, Marsh Bice, B-U-I-C-E. Uh, so connect with me there. Also, uh, on Facebook, uh, join the Facebook page. I'm going to do better about the group, man. I, I just, let me tell you, I have a page and we, we have a group also. And truthfully, I didn't really know what to do with either one of them. So I started the page, but I, the, the, the group was the initial intent was to just kind of chop it up in there. And I really wasn't getting much feedback. I really felt like I was bothering people. Uh, but I'm going to uh, do a little bit more offline with the group itself. And then the page is there where the podcast and the live videos will, uh, will nestle there. Uh, so connect with me on there. Also, let's get a good conversation going on the group, man. I, I really, I really want to get some, get some feedback, get some conversation. It ain't all about me, man. It's, it's whatever you got going on in your life. Um, and let's, let's just wrap about that also. So that's it. Remember the greatest sale that you'll ever make is to sell you on you because you're more than enough. Stay amazing. Stay in the sales life.